Good afternoon. This is Daniel Robus, and I'm proud to be hosting a Tech Central podcast today, sponsored by NB Consults. And we are joined by Nicholas Blank, the boss. And he is going to be talking to us about all things backup and why it's important. In the background, we've got an NB Cube, which you're going to be introduced to as well during our journey. Yes. But before we get to the little guy and the big guy, Nicholas, NB Consults. Why NB Consults? A funny story. I started the company 11 or 12 years ago, and originally the name NB Consult were my initials and was meant as a temporary name, as a placeholder, until we could figure out something that made more sense. But then, you know, time moved on and we kept the name. And I'm actually delighted when people hear of the company and they think NB stands for important and not necessarily my initials. So that means we're doing something right in terms of scaling and having better brand recognition. That's brilliant. As a Microsoft partner, I'm quite used to introducing South African-based partners, but you're the first partner that proudly has Hong Kong and United Kingdom on both of their telephone numbers in where to contact. How did Hong Kong and the UK come about? I'll do the UK because it's a shorter story. I'm a a Microsoft Certified Master in Exchange, and that used to mean something a few years ago when we still cared about on-premises exchange and mail servers and that kind of thing. And my lecturer for one of the segments, which was um, SMTP Transport, which you think, you know, how much could there be inside of SMTP Transport? That was three days. And my lecturer was a lovely guy by the name of Brian Reed. And Brian actually lives in the UK and he became the director for NB Consult UK. And literally the day the master's program ended in the disastrous way which Microsoft ended it, the very next month he became awarded as an MVP. So both of us were directors in two different parts of the world, both exchange MVPs and both with the retired status of Microsoft Certified Masters. Hong Kong was a a funny story. And because of the whole MVP status that I have now, MVP status is a recognition from Microsoft. So they recognize me as giving to the community and having technical acumen. And with that, I get to do a lot of presenting. And I was actually at a Microsoft Ignite when we could still travel. And this was in Orlando. And this was about six years ago, seven years ago. And I was drawing an architectural exchange thing on a whiteboard at the exchange stand because I had stand duty. And two gentlemen walked up to me and said, are you an MVP? I said, yes. Would you come to Hong Kong? I said, yes. So afterwards, I sent them an email and said, hi, I'm the guy. And uh, are we... Can we still talk about getting together? And they said, sure. And they put the manager on copy. And then I realized it's really important. And we started talking. And we flew over. We did an upgrade of their version of Exchange. It was on-premises. And we started off a, a wonderful relationship, which became the first customer in Hong Kong. And from then on, we grew. So it was literally from... 
volunteering my time for community that we started with creating an entirely new part of our business in a different geography in the world. I love stories like that. I really enjoy that. In a summary, what do you think NB Consulting stands for? In our logo, we've got three words, and that's architecture, innovation, and implementation. And we have always been very heavy on being architecture focused. So having a repeatable process for our customers, we have been good at switching things on and making things work, but we've also been really good at inventing our customers out of a hole. And so that's where the innovation part in our logo comes from. And that's quite literally, when you looked at what are the things that we did over the the last few years and what defined our DNA, it was those three words. And we spend a lot of time, like if we do cloud, we do cloud architecture patterns. And the same patterns that we use for companies of 50,000 users, we would use for a company of five users because common sense and how to do things in a manner that de-risks your customers, it scales from large to small. Okay. Today's discussion is really about how do we give enterprise scale backup to small companies. Do you want to introduce our NB Cube now? I'd be delighted to. Go ahead. So NB Cube came about because we are an SMB. So we've only got 30-something people, all of our offices and, and everything else taken into account. So we fit the definition of an SMB. And we've got SMB customers and even our accountants are SMBs. And we would have conversations with them around, so we're giving you our data. What are you doing about it? And how do you back it up? And they would drag around external hard drives. And I go, what? Yeah, we've got a backup of your data and we've got this process that we follow and we copy all of your stuff to a hard drive. And then, but don't worry, we've got another hard drive and we take one home and we bring one to work. And it was amazing how many times we had that story repeated across the various customers that we spoke to. And some of these customers Uh, We've got a customer at the moment, 400 users, and fits into the the definition of of an SMB. And we ask them, is your backup story? And it's like, well, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And there's no cohesive story. And when we talk to enterprise about backup, it's the same principles as the whole architecture thing again, as when we talk to a small business customer. A backup is only a backup if you can restore it. And that sounds obvious, but how many times does a company actually test the backups and how do they know if the backups are working? And so we thought that's a problem that translates over to small business. And we also need to define what is a backup. And if you're in a regulated industry, like you are an accountant or you anyone who deals with any type of customer data, if you create an invoice, if you do anything that you need to keep for a while and you need to retain that data, then you have a, a definition of a backup. So we thought, well, how do we make this easier? If we talk to our enterprise customers, they have people. When we talk to our small business customers, 
they don't have people. They don't have an IT department. They don't have staff. No. And stuff just needs to work. And then we thought, okay, how do we skin this cat? And we created a hybrid backup approach. So okay. what I mean by hybrid is that we literally have a backup appliance. And you can see I've got two flavors of the backup appliance sitting behind me. So you take your laptop, you take whatever happens to be on premises, and we to a cube and then whatever lands up on that cube from a backup point of view we mirror automatically onto microsoft azure so we stick it into cloud and that means we have a story for small business customer and we know that we've got a backup that works because one of the things that we do as a backup as a service is we force a restore test of something that we both agree on. So you give me an Excel file or an example of something, and I'll restore it. And I'll say, Daniel, could you open that? And does it yes. make sense? Yes. And yes. then we know that we have a working backup. So it's backup as it would be for enterprise, but... Yes. It's something that can scale down to literally a two-user company. It happens to be our smallest customer is a two-user company. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking since our preparation in this, this could be if I think about my wife who's a photographer and keeps all the images from all of her photo shoots. She's currently got them on hard drives. This is a scalable cloud solution. She's a small organization but needs big storage and it has to be secure the security you talk around is we've got it in two places, on the cube and in Azure, which means that it's tightly controlled. No security as in people getting access to it. There's no issues around that. So since we set it up for you, the only people who've got access to this is you and us. Okay. The, when we copy stuff to the cloud, that's via an encrypted path. So, you know, if someone wants to inspect that over the network, you know, it's encrypted garbage, then we can also agree on a secret. So a passphrase which encrypts your data so that if someone for some reason were to get access to your data in Azure or on your cube, it would be, again, encrypted garbage. So we've got these tick boxes that we can apply, which, again, is what we would be used to in enterprise that your data is encrypted at rest. That's amazing. So it's accessible for normal companies as well. It's not only these corporations with thousands of people. And if someone has got 50 users, a couple of folk working from home, call center type estate agents or, or that, how do you cater for a head office and then the satellite users with this background? I love that question. Stunning. So this is why it's a hybrid backup solution. So if we are sitting in a head office type of scenario, then we would use the original cube. So NB cube, and I've got a a mock-up of that because it's very difficult to lift. It's actually, it's a, it's a super micro server possible chassis that we could get out of super micro and it's an enterprise grade chassis. So it's got the cooling, it's got, hot swappable hard drives. It's got everything that you could think of. It's got two network interfaces. So if we want to back up towards it at 10 or 20 gigabytes per second, you know, we can go mad. Okay. However, we don't put that in someone's house. 
what we can do in someone's house is we do this. So from a home office point of view, we give them a tiny version. So this is the NB Cube wow. Mini. And we can put two hard jobs into that. And the reason why we put two hard jobs in there is that we have two copies of your data. In the cube, we would have four hard drives and we would raid them. So we could either have the very large one, we could have the small one, or we could do cloud only. So in the cloud only, we take from your Mac or your Windows machine or your Linux, if you're brave enough to run Linux at home, and we, yeah. we back that up straight to cloud. Or if you have enough data and you want to just back up locally and have a super fast restore, then we can back up to one of these and we mirror whatever is on there automatically to cloud. And the upside is if your house burns down, God forbid your house burns down, but if it does, then we can restore directly from cloud. And if your house hasn't burned down, you manage to run out of the house with a mini and maybe one item of clothing. So you have something to change into, you know, when you want to restore your data, then you could restore, restore straight back from the mini as well. and dignity at the same time. I like that. So typically, when does a customer come to you? Because we've got OneDrive, we've got Dropbox, we've got all these solutions. When would someone come to you and say, NB Consult, help me here with the backup strategy? I love that you're mentioning Dropbox and OneDrive because OneDrive and Dropbox are folder sync. They're not backup. And I have a very practical example for this. Let's pick on your wife's business. Your wife generates an invoice. It's in Excel. And for some reason, she decides to delete it and come audit. This is now beyond 90 days when the retention period is run out. She has to produce that invoice and she can't. And she can't because she doesn't have a backup. She's got a sync of whatever's on her file system. And if that fits your definition of backup, congratulations, you have backup. But if it doesn't, then you need a backup that gives you long-term retention. And you need to, as a business, decide what is your definition of backup. And if you can fit that into Dropbox, if you can fit that into OneDrive, then you've won, then you don't need anything else. But if you don't, then you have a need for a backup solution. So if I had to summarize what I heard there is that for our smaller customers, the SMBs out there, perhaps they don't understand the intention of a backup. They understand copies and they understand retention and the folk who are not in IT, if we're in manufacturing or retail or plumbing or Mm -hmm. whatever, what is a backup to you? What defines backup for you in today's current environment? A backup, if we get really basic and we mentioned this before, is something that I can restore. And I know that it is a backup of something at a point in time in the state that it was in. Okay. And if we consider an accountant would have a end of month, end of quarter, end of year, maybe even an end of week backup. How do you do that in a file system without creating a huge amount of process? And you could say, Uh, It's cool. I'm a one-man band. And what I'll do is I'll just create all these zip files and I'll give them names and I'll remember stuff. And hopefully it's going to make sense when I look at it three years later. Okay. 
And we yeah. find that there's all these elaborate schemes out there to create a backup. So I'm going to take the zip stuff and then put into Dropbox. Yes. That's great. As long as your Dropbox never gets hacked because, yeah. you know, Dropbox never had a data breach before, did they? Actually, they did. So is your backup strategy going to rest on that? So for our listeners who are out there who are in a wide range of services, they're thinking about business continuity the whole time. Mm -hmm. We are not just talking about zipping the data. You know, we've got online ERP systems. We've even got billing systems, but it's your customer data that's put in there. The enablement of the business you're saying we back it up at a regular basis so we can retrieve and carry on business as usual. Do you think that today's world is that exposed, that we are that shaky, that NB Cube needs to be considered almost like an insurance policy? How would you educate someone who is going forward and not an IT person about the importance of getting an operational backup solution? I would say whoever's listening to this is that if you're running your own business, you don't want to be eating pizza at three o'clock in the morning. Restoring backups. And if you don't have a backup strategy that you know works at some stage, you will be doing that. And is what you are saving in the short or medium term worth you having to figure out how to bring your backup or your business back from an event that could have been avoided, which is the same way of saying, stop paying for car insurance. See what happens. You can be a careful driver, but what about everyone else on the road? And please understand, this is not a fear cell. Backup should never be a fear cell. It should be common sense and risk aversion. If we get into the realm of fear, we're all losing because we never want to sell or push anything because of fear. And we understand that with COVID and pandemic, we were in completely different scenarios. And even there, we would talk about risk mitigation as opposed to doing things out of pure fear. Backup should be around managing your risk. And now with Papia, it's managing your data retention, which is one of the things that the Papia Act actually talks about is How are you treating your data and what can you prove to an auditor in terms of how you are treating data and retaining data? And backup is part of that. Compliance aside, there's many compliance acts and out of country, out of South Africa, we've got a ton of acts. Very few acts in South Africa actually talk to that besides things like SA Archiving Act or if you're an accountant, you need to keep accounting data for five years or seven years. But if you're a baker, for example, nothing mandates you to keep your data for seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what do customers get when they work with NB Consult and look at the NB Cube? The first thing they should get is a warm, happy glow. And the reason why I say that is because it's backup as a service. And we will work with you to figure out what needs to be backed up? Okay. How many copies of it do you need? Do you need a cube for a fast restore? Or if you need a extra file service type spaces, you okay. need an extra NAS on your network to store all those photos we spoke about. And yeah. then 
we will switch things on for you. We will help you install the backup agents. Okay. We'll send you a report once a week, more if you want, just to let okay. you know what worked, what didn't work. If it didn't work, we get hold of you anyway. And then okay. on a period that we agree on, which is normally at a minimum once a quarter, we have to have a restore test. And that's why I say you should have that warm, happy glow that you've got backup as a service. You can carry on doing whatever you do as a business. And we take away the pain of, does it work? I'm not really sure. I hope it works. And we should never be trading on hope. Yes, yes. Hope is no way. Hope 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 is is not not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. Thank you. you. You're making me chuckle. It's hard to think. Um, in the preparation, Nicholas, you said set and forget. Mm. What does that mean with regards to a backup strategy with NB Consult? One of the big things around backup, and part of the reason why it's such a pain, is because you have to remember to do it. Now, if you didn't have to remember to do it and it just happened, and we told you that it was successful, or if it didn't work, we intervene on your behalf or we ask you what uh, we can do for that laptop that happened to be traveling or whatever it was, that is part of the set and forget. So we set things up for you where it can be highly automated. We apply the schedules. We make sure that they were successful. And where there is any type of an incident, we come knocking on your door and say, Daniel, something didn't work and we need to talk. Okay. And that's about backup. That's not about life. And did, you, and did you make this up as you were going along? You were in Hong Kong having noodles, eating amazing food and say, ah, oh, we've got a backup strategy or are you guided by industry standards? What goes into making NB Cube? I realized that when we were talking to our SMB customers, we were talking to them in the same breadth as we're talking to our enterprise customers. And our enterprise customers, when we do anything, we have kickoff workshops and we do requirements definition and how much of it do you need and what standards do you need? And talking to our small business customers, they would say, oh, stop the bus, just make it work. Take my pain away and make sure that it works and give me some kind of a guarantee. And I want to pay you something every month and It just needs to work. And if it's more complicated than that, I'm not interested because I have a business to run. I'm not an IT company. And the driver behind this was, how can we empower an SMB customer to do what they need to do and take away the risk at the same time? Okay, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Which leads into my next question. How do you think you are differentiated from your competitors, both big and small? What do people get apart from cutting wit and a welcoming smile? What do they get when they work with you guys? So I've mentioned some of this before. One of the things we haven't seen is who tells you that your backups are working? I haven't seen that in the market. I haven't seen anyone do a backup managed service or a managed service that does backup that includes things like restore testing. We have gone to great pains to use reputable brands. So our hard drives, we only use NAS rated drives. 
We have partnered with Supermicro and Synology on purpose. We use reputable hardware that we can trace, that we can source, that we can attach three-year warranties to. And we know that this isn't a short-term thing. Okay. In terms of the service definition and how we've wanted to do the set and forget and the three copies of data, one of the things that was a really big deal for us is that no matter if you're large or small, you need to be able to trust your backup as well as where it goes to. And that's why we chose Azure. Our enterprise customers are able to go to Microsoft, for example, and say, I need an ISO 27001 audit certificate. And if you don't know what that means, you don't need to worry about it. It's just, it's, it's a really expensive audit process. And Microsoft is compliant to more standards that I can easily name in about 15 minutes. Absolutely. You can go to a, literally a portal that they make available and download these certificates for your auditors and you're done. Okay. And we didn't just want cheap cloud storage. And there's a ton of cheap cloud storage out there. And to be fair, cloud yes. storage is a commodity. But we wanted to combine cloud storage with trust. And we wanted our customers to have the warm, happy glow that there are auditable processes that the vendors have to be part of. And that often we get asked, can Microsoft read my data? It's like, well, no, they can't. Yeah. And even if somehow they managed to figure out that Daniel's data is on this sector of disk somewhere in the cloud, it's still so encrypted that they couldn't read it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So if a customer comes to you now, we've got a photographer, she's got five photographers that work for her, she's got lots mm -hmm. of images that are going out. How long does it take to get the cube, both mini and maxi, um, live? How so, long does it take for you to start being effective? If we ship it to your house or your locations, and we'll do that for you. So if you give us an address, we'll ship a cube to you. It'll be pre-configured. It'll be set up. It's a case of we install the agents onto your workstations or your MacBooks. We point it to the cube and we start backing up. And that is literally hours. From the time you've plugged in, the cube dials dials in at phones home it says hi i'm alive we can see that it's alive and then we help you configure it we install the agents we can back up as fast as your wireless network or your wired network allows onto the cube and if you've chosen not to take a cube we can back you up as fast as the internet connection allows or wow. a bit of both wow so from order to operate we are looking at hours yeah yeah, yeah, that's that's fantastic. And do customers the agreement that they sign with you is it month to month? Is it annual? How do they engage with NB Consult on the Cube backup solution? If you were to choose cloud only, you could go month to month, but it doesn't make sense yeah. because again, we don't fit the definition of backup. So we okay. would suggest that you pick a time period: one year, two year, three years. Okay. And that you run your backup over that time period. Okay. Now, normally, what we do just to make things really easy is we match the hardware warranties to the contract period. And obviously, okay. you can resign any time inside of that. But say we give you a, a three-year warranty on a cube, then we do a, a three-year contract that goes with that. 
And it, it just makes things really easy. Yes. Yes, excellent. And it's that set and forget. And customers, do they look at the website for pricing or is that something on an engagement basis? How do we go from meeting you to getting a quote? The easiest is have a look at the website, get our contact details, and then call us. And the reason why we like to make it a little bit consultative is just really simple. How much data do you have? And How long do you need to keep it? Do you need a mini? Do you need a cube? Do you not need a cube? And then as quickly as we can get those answers, we can push go. If a customer is cloud only and we've got cloud only customers, it's a case of let's arrange an install date, get the agents installed and get you backing up. And that's the hour scenario where it's it's literally as quick as we can arrange things over the phone. Awesome. Depending, like if you've got those five photographers and they've got thousands and thousands and thousands of files and they actually need to back some stuff up or create space on the local machines and they need a file storage solution, then we want to talk about that a little bit to understand that we're doing the right things, we're sizing things appropriately before we just throw something at you and hope that it works. Okay. I really like the foundation that you talk around Azure where we can use the might of this big engine behind you, Supermicro and Synology as part of the architectural side. You bring the brains and the service to the customer and geared for people like us who are running businesses who are not these mega organizations. You can scale as well so we can grow with the organization as they get mega status. Yeah, so the Cube currently maxes out at about 48 terabytes worth of storage. And that's only because those are the largest hard drives we can get at this point in time that we can still raid. After that, you know, drives get larger every year, but we then need to have a serious discussion around why do you have that much data in a small branch office? And we would then we would scale with the customer and we've had customers who have grown from startups into smbs into small enterprises as you guys are doing at the moment i mean you're yes, growing right. quite quickly so so do you use the cube from a backup perspective so funny you should say that so we've got multiple workloads that we back up into azure and we We've actually got a couple of cubes dotted around the place. And one of the things that we do is we actually use it as temporary storage for our podcasts, for our media department, because we've got a a marketing division. So it allows us to not only create a backup of stuff, but also a really quick sharing mechanism or synchronization mechanism where I need to work on something. I don't want to run around with a flash drive of a, 16 gigs worth of stuff. So I'll just copy it and say, hey, it's 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 there. Go go fetch uh, it. And it's it's really convenient. That's a really great idea. I think I have to chat to Priya. We need ourselves a, a, a mini cube there as well from a tech central perspective. We have covered the ground of why people need to think about backups, why it's important, why it's set and forget. They can roll out how quickly we can do this. We've seen how you can take customers who are small into bigger customers. I really enjoy that. I want to ask you three specific questions as we wrap this up. 
The first mm-hmm. one is what are you most excited for from a technological advancement in this area of your business in storage and backup? What do you think is coming in the next six months? And then I'll ask you about the two afterwards. Okay. The, the, one of the great things in our industry, and that includes storage, is faster, larger, and cheaper. And if I look at the cost of drives three years ago and what we could put on them, if I look at the same cost, now I get much larger drives. And that means that we get much faster speeds. Eventually, if we consider the move to SSD is a very mainstream thing, although SSD prices are nowhere near what we can get with spinning disks. So what we get with spinning disks, which is ideal for backup, is very large, very reliable places to stick large amounts of data. And the amount of data that we can get onto the same form factor every year increases and from a backup point of view that means i can store more data and becomes cheaper awesome then my second question what is your team's focus for the next quarter what are you working on most where are you driving your team towards we built backup for small business and we needed to productize it and make sure that it's just something that we can switch on And the next thing that we've got two areas actually that we're looking at. So the one is now that we've got Poppy is how do we do security and compliance in a way that we can just take that pain away? And that's something that we're working on quite aggressively. And the next one is an Azure technology known as Windows Virtual Desktop. Now, Windows Virtual Desktop is something that, again, we use in the enterprise, but then I'm going to pick on my accountant again. I spoke to my accounting firm and said, what are you guys doing around things like needing to access your, your QuickBooks and your Pastel and whatever else that you do on that single shared machine that everyone uses in the office? They say, well, when it comes to order time, someone has to drive in sometimes 10 o'clock at night, 3 o'clock in the morning, and they just use stuff. And I thought, that's not safe. And yeah. in our country, that doesn't make sense to present that kind of physical risk to anyone. So what we are doing is as a business, we're a small business customer and I'm accountable to my financial director for the costs of infrastructure. So I'm currently moving our financial systems into cloud and it's only a success if it costs us at least the same, if not cheaper than what we're able to do for ourselves on premises. And that kind of dog fooding has been the kind of culture that we've had where if we can solve a problem for ourselves, then we can solve the same problem for our customers because we are a small business and we have small business needs. But at the same time, we also have enterprise customers. And with that, since our primary line of business is enterprise, we have all these learnings that we're able to translate onto a small business customer, which has the same pain. So the two big areas for us in the next quarter are how do we do security and compliance as a service in a way that makes sense and is a service in the same way that backup is a service? And the other one is, what are we doing around workloads like accounting stuff that currently lives on premises, doesn't need to live on premises? And 
bear in mind work from home and hybrid working, mm. it doesn't make sense that anyone has to drive anywhere to access something that I can secure in cloud an order of magnitude more times or more secure than what I can do on premises. Excellent. Then my last question for you, for the people that are out there listening, what piece of advice would you give them from a backup perspective, ignoring NB Cube for the moment? That may be the answer, but what advice would you give to these people who may not be IT managers themselves? So forget NBCube and forget everything that we said and come back to the two things that we spoke about, which is you need to define what a backup is for your business and what what does that mean? So does that mean that I have a critical server that I back up and I'm able to restore it at a moment's notice, which is known as a bare metal restore? So define what your backup is and what it isn't and be very clear in that definition. And that should be a business-led activity because it speaks to disaster recovery. Mm. And hopefully restoring from backup isn't your only disaster recovery strategy, but for some customers it is. So the first one is make sure that you have a definition for backup. And the second one is a backup is only a backup if you can restore it. Make sure that however you are doing it, you know that it works. And if you don't know that it works, then you are hoping your backup is a backup. And if that's the space that you're in, then you may be at risk and you just don't know it. You don't do banking at risk. Don't do backup at risk. Okay. I love that. That's such a good summary. I think that too many of us don't appreciate what a wealth of information we have and what happens if it's taken away. I uh, found myself wondering at the gym this morning if my laptop was okay because it was in the car, but everything's backed up to the cloud, so it's okay. You know, so you really speak to me there. Nicholas, I think it's been an interesting discussion and it's really nice that you've got your niche and you focused in that area, especially with the global market where it is. SME is becoming more and more important. And I can just wish all the best for NB Consult. And uh, with, yeah, I, I just, um, all our interaction seems to be that people can come to you from a clear, honest answer to get the warm, glowing feeling. <laughs> So, you know, unless there's anything else you'd like to chat, I think we have understood what NB Cube is, understand what NB Consult is, and more importantly, who Nicholas is and what you are leading. Is there anything in summary or are we calling it a day and you're going to go for a walk in the mountains? I think we're happy to call it a day. Backup is not the most exciting topic in the world. It's just one of those things that you need to do. And if you can give the problem to someone else, we'll take it. And if you can do it for yourself and you do it well, then strength be to you. We just want to know that you've got one, it makes sense, and that that part of your risk is managed. And to be fair, if all you want to do is have a discussion around a cup of coffee and talk about this stuff, 
we do that quite often. We're happy to dispense advice and just have a common sense discussion as well. Awesome. Thank you. That's a great offer. From myself at Tech Central, Daniel Robus, I would like to thank NB Consults for introducing us to the little cube and the big cube, for introducing us to sensible backups for small businesses, and for giving us an interactive discussion. Thank you for being part of our podcast. We hope that you'll become a regular guest, and we wish you all the best for the quarter. From me, Daniel Robus, I'd like to say, signing off. Oh.